This is Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people are going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 306 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Time to believe. And the expert, Mr. Marky Markellis Reagans. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to take a look at some new trailers that have come out, some actual news for change, and then we've got a full review and reaction to the newest movie direct to the Disney Plus streaming service, Artemis Fowl. Before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? Marcellus Reagans, how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Uh, I didn't get a chance to mention it on the last episode, but uh, it was my birthday a, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and I beat him down from my Colt 45. Introduced me to this uh, sandwich that he wanted me to try. It's a Vietnam sandwich called uh, the the uh, Ban Mi. So my my whole birthday week, I was just eating a ton of food, just like wait wait wait. wait. How did he introduce you to it? He like mail you one or something? He messaged me. No, actually, no, I take it oh, back. Okay. He called me. He gave me a call um, and told me about it and uh, said I had to try it out. So I finally, so with the uh, COVID-19 going on, like there's a bunch of restaurants that are just like n- not even open at all. So it took a little bit of effort to uh, to find a place that actually sold these sandwiches. So uh, I finally found one and I had one this week and it was delicious. So I just wanted to give a quick uh, thank you and shout out to uh, Beat 'Em Down from Code 45 for introducing me to these amazing sandwiches. If you haven't tried it out, it's called Bami Sandwiches. They're Vietnamese sandwiches, um, and they are delicious. Excellent. Well, I'm glad he didn't like put one in an envelope and send it to you. That's that's <laughs> a it's it's a the world is weird. I would take that. It's fine. <laughs> I actually, had somebody mail me a peanut butter sandwich once. Really? How long did it take to get to you? Yeah, uh, it was about a week. So by the time I got it, it was just in this box, and it was really gross. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that it was coming either, so I just opened up his box, and here's his sandwich. That's like, what the wow. fuck is this? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you knew Jared Leto because he's uh, he's famous for mailing people weird stuff. <laughs> At least it wasn't used condoms. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when you mail stuff, like they ask you right up front, like anything liquid, pa- perishable, fragile, potentially harm harmful. Like, you, you have to like pay extra to mail a sandwich. So. <laughs> yeah, it, I something about me controlling the weather or something. I don't remember. It's when I first <laughs> moved down here. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, so, so somebody went through a lot of trouble. Mail you a peanut butter sandwich, but other than the sandwich, Aubrey, how the hell are you? I I'm doing good. Um, it's weird. Everything in Virginia is kind of like in this um, 
middle phase kind of thing where you can have like 50% capacity inside and 50% capacity outside of um, breweries and stuff like that. So I've been working quite a bit. Um, I have more hours this week, so I'll be working even more this week. And I moved my room around and finally like my TV is closer to my bed than it was. It used to be on the other side of the room. So I never really turned it on, and I finally turned it on the day that I moved it, and I was like, wow, this is actually really comfortable. Maybe I'll watch more TV. Wow. All right, break out the list. Break out the Aubrey list now. I know. It, it was really impressive. I watched um, all of Apocalypse War and the start of Picard Episode 2 uh, before Noah came in and decided he wanted to have conversations and sit in my room and watch his <laughs> tablet really loudly, so... <laughs> that's awesome did he come in with like a, a, a like a cup of tea and like a pipe and like all right mother we need to talk we need to have a conversation he, right now he might as well have <laughs> he came, came in he just kind of threw himself on my bed had his feet on my back it was like this looks great in here this is awesome thanks go to your own room <laughs> and joey how are you doing man um, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just the regular, just being tired and working way too much. Um, started to get excited about a couple things going on. Uh, the mall where I work at my second job that I've been furloughed at since March finally reopened this week. I think there was maybe like two stores open and the food court and they, uh, they took all the seating out of the food court. So you're not supposed to sit there, but people are just going to the mall because they're bored out of their minds, buying food and just sitting on the floor. <laughs> Jesus. Is the Greek place still open? Because I've been very concerned about them. Yes. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, good. Yep. Yep. Goodness. If you want to mail me a salad, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but my store hasn't opened yet. So, you know, I've been talking to my bosses and, uh, you know, they're hoping to get in there and get the start place cleaned up and everything because no one's been in the store since March, like 17th. So holy shit! So there's got a lot of cleaning and they got to reset all the displays. Like there's still uh, St. Patrick's Day displays in the window. <laughs> <laughs> they got to change everything out, and then the malls open limited hours. So I mean, I don't really know if I'm going to get back to work there until at least September at this point. So. Uh, so, you know, the monkey's paw. I wished for the, the mall to reopen, and it did, but I can't work yet. So that's frustrating. And then going along with the speaking things into the world and then them coming back to bite you in the ass. I don't know if I mentioned it on the actual podcast last week, but, you know, I was starting to plan out the next maybe six to eight weeks on the on the show on my phone. And, and I got really excited because there it was. It appeared in July. Real movies. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. The movies are going to reopen, Tenants coming out, and then Mulan, and then Wonder Woman. Like, oh, it's going to be great. And then not even 24 hours later, not even. Um, it popped up on Facebook, Tenant delayed two weeks, Wonder Woman delayed to October. Yep. <laughs> like, all these movies got pushed back. I feel like it was my fault for speaking it out into the world that I was excited to go to the movies again. So, I don't know. Someday we'll get to go back to the movies, I guess. That's, that's the best I got, but. Well, they got to wait for the theaters to at least open, at least for some of them to open before. I mean, what, what are they going to play? Trolls, World Tour, Scoob? Like they need they need to get some theaters open first before they start uh, releasing these, these new movies back in there. Hurry it up. <laughs> <laughs> My wife actually 
let's say like maybe two or three days ago was just like, man, I mentioned the movies not being open and how sad it was. And she said she misses it too, but not because she likes the movies, but because she enjoyed me saying me and the kids are going to the movies and disappearing for four hours. <laughs> so she gets the whole house to herself. So, um, yeah, we haven't had that. We've just all been stuck inside and we're all at each other's throats. So it's great. It's great. It's wonderful, but enough about us. Mark Ellis, why don't we talk about us and you tell the listeners where they can find more. So is her podcast. <laughs> All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week, uh, movie reviews occasionally from yours truly, uh, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Trust me, I do it all the time. Click on the Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links on the website, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're on there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. We're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and you can stream us through Spotify. Uh, we also have a Patreon page if you want to support us monthly. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Podcast. Uh, a little donation and you'll get bonus content from us here at the show. Shout out to all of our fellow podcasters in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Back to you, Joey. I just miss her. That's all. I, I'll be glad when we don't have to talk about coronavirus anymore. I'll be quite honest with you. <laughs> just want to fucking go do things. It's never going to go away, dude. We're all. It's always going to be a part of us now, unfortunately. <sighs> just like you guys are always going to be a part of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Marcellus, let's do it. Let's talk some news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. All right, so yeah, Joy, like you were mentioning before, this week in Nerdy News, we got a bunch of trailers to talk about. Uh, the first one is a movie that we kind of mentioned before on the show uh, that they were in production to, and it looks like it's finally coming out, You know, speaking of movies coming out this year. Uh, according to the trailer, this movie is coming out uh, at the end of the summer. That is Bill and Ted Part 3, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, we got our trailer. It shows uh, that here we are in the year 2020 and Bill and Ted still have not wrote the song that they needed to uh, save the universe. So they have an idea to travel to the future and just borrow the song from themselves after they've already written it. Uh, it looks silly. It looks uh, pretty wacky. They don't give a lot of the story away, but they do give you a little glimpse of what Bill and Ted look like in the future, which I thought was really funny. But I... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 down for this movie. For I've, I've been saying it before, as long as it looks cool, I'm down for it. And the trailer looks pretty cool. Uh, it's directed by the same guy who did Galaxy Quest, so I'm hoping that the comedy is going to be really smart. Uh, but I think it looks awesome. I'm ready for it. Uh, let's hear, hear what you guys have to say. Uh, let's start with Aubrey. What do you think of Bill and Ted Part Three? It looks good. Um, I think I have to watch Bill and Ted again to really appreciate the new trailer. 
I haven't watched it in a couple of years, so I mean, and I've only watched it once in my life. I love Keanu Reeves, so I think anything he does is gold. I think it's going to be really good, but I guess we'll see. Have you watched the other? I know you, you, it's been a while since you saw the first one. Did you watch the second one? No, I didn't. Ooh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Uh, <laughs> Joey, what about you, man? What did you think of this trailer? Wow. Um, uh, first of all, I can't believe this exists. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem real, but I guess, I mean, it is a, technically a franchise. We got two movies, a uh, cartoon, a live action TV series. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think there were toys, video games. So it's definitely a franchise. So I'm glad it's back. Uh, I have I have watched the first one at least uh, multiple times in the last few years uh, with the kids. So I had to introduce it to Janine, and then we had to introduce it to Colin. Um, so we're as a family. Um, well, Jen doesn't like to leave the house, so the three of us, three quarters of our family, are all in uh, to go see this when it comes out. Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. There's not really much to say about the trailer because it didn't really show much. But I, I really do like the plot device where they're just too lazy to write their songs so they're gonna go Mm -hmm. steal it from themselves in the future i think that's hilarious and definitely fits in with the characters so i'm all in i have not watched uh bogus journey god it's probably been like 20 years since i've seen that i saw it in the movie theater with my seventh grade girlfriend (laughs) wow that was a long time ago bro And it does have one of my favorite songs from a movie in it, God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Mark, I mean, you're you're all in on this. What would you give this trailer and the movie so far on the patented Colt 45 give-a-fuck-a-meter? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I would give this a four. Because a four out of five. Because they, like you said, they haven't really showed that much of the story. Uh, but the fact that you have uh, death the character of death returning in this, I think is amazing. And uh, like I said, seeing Bill and Ted as jacked up prisoners <laughs> in the future is freaking <laughs> hysterical. So uh, yeah, I give this a four out of five. I am ready. I, I hope that the theaters open up so we can get this back in the theaters this year. Yeah. It was weird. The trailers were like the trailers were like August or like the, between the trailers, the, the, poster and like some other posts they gave like three different dates <laughs> so 2020 is the best we can do but aubrey what about you on the on the give a fuck a meter um i'm gonna give it a three well hopefully you can rewatch the uh first two movies again and get that number up there but i'm gonna go with a four and a half uh normally i would go with a four uh just because like mark said we didn't get to see too much of it but then i remembered samara weaving is in this so that bumps it up an extra point five <laughs> done <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, what's up next, Mark Ellis? All right. So in an alternate universe, uh, this week would have been the week of E3, where they would be announcing a bunch of video games and platforms and all of that electronic stuff. Uh, that is not my bag, uh, but I do like the uh, I do like the idea that there's a technology that's being pushed forward. There isn't a big convention to announce these things, but they are releasing the trailers. So this week we got a trailer of a new Spider-Man game that's coming out on the new PS5. Uh, PS5 is supposed to be dropping this year, I believe they said, at the end of this year. Uh, right Holiday around, 2020. Holiday 2020, right in time for Christmas. Uh, and the video game that they are using to announce this new platform is Spider-Man Miles Morales. 
So this is not necessarily a sequel to the other Spider-Man game that came out a little while ago, but just a another, I guess, somewhat better version featuring featuring a new character, featuring Miles, who made a guest appearance in the last Spider-Man game. As far as I'm concerned, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is like the one of the best comic book movies ever made. So I'm happy with that version of Miles Morales. I didn't play the Spider-Man game, so uh, I still have a PS2 uh, with video games still unwrapped. So that's how that's how my video game uh, uh, lifestyle is. I'm not gonna buy a PS5 for the Miles Morales game, but I am curious what you guys think of this new system and what the video game uh, looked like. So let's uh, let's start with Joey. Well, uh, let's see. Me and Colin sat down and watched the full like hour and 15 minutes of this because we were really excited. We're excited for these new systems. We have not decided uh, Xbox Series X or PS5 yet. So we're waiting for something to knock our socks off to the point where I'm like, yes, I must spend uh, 75% of a mortgage payment <laughs> on a new video game system uh, and games and an extra controller. So uh, so, you know, uh, overall for PS5 announcement, there wasn't anything that blew us away to the point where I just like jumped out of my seat and was like, take my money right now. I think the system's really ugly looking too. Um, it looks fine standing up, but we don't stand the systems up the way we have things set up. So we would have to lay it down and it looks like balls when it's laying down. So, I mean, there's a lot there, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get one. It just means, you know, this first hour and 10 minute preview of it didn't make me say dear god please take my money so i mean there were rumors there you're gonna announce an exclusive silent hill reboot and then i was would have been all in but they did not so i think we might just wait a little bit before we get either of them unless xbox when they do their similar event shows something amazing but uh in terms of the spider-man game uh the original spider-man game for ps4 is amazing uh obviously we love miles morales and this looks cool as hell man uh, i would buy this day one if uh i was buying a system but i'm not so <laughs> i would probably give it a uh three and a half if it was a full miles game and not just like remastered ps4 spider-man with extra miles content i'd probably go higher but i'd probably give it a, a, a three and a half for what it is all right aubrey how about you how did you feel about the uh spider-man miles morales and a ps5 introduction i I'm really excited. I did play the other Spider-Man game. I did watch the um, the cutscene at the end where they do show Miles getting his powers, um, which is it's really cool. I think that the gameplay was fantastic. Insomniac did a really good job with the Spider-Man game, um, and I'm really excited to see what they bring to this. I uh, told Josh... If we get a PS5, we're just going to ask somebody to buy it for Christmas because I don't want to spend money on it. I love my PS4. You have the Spider-Man edition of the PS4. I don't really want to get rid of it. Um, and I think that it looks really stupid. And my first thought when I saw the new PS5 was, wow, those flaps are going to break and GameStop is going to charge you a huge refurb fee on them. Oh, see, my my thought from uh, being a former GameStop employee was that it, since it only comes in white, was how gross they were going to be when <laughs> yeah, people exactly. trade them in. Exactly. Covered in filth and like cigarette stains. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting. But there is a new Lord of the Rings game announced for the, the PS5 and the Xbox. So, again, it's like hard to decide which one I really care about. Am I going to care more about the, the PS5 Spider Man um, exclusive? Or is there going to be an Xbox exclusive that's going to pull me in more? Probably not. It's going to be the Spider-Man. 
And what would you give the uh, what would you give the trailer on the uh, give a fuck a meter? I give it a four because I played the last one, so it kind of hypes it up a little bit more for me. Because that game was really good. It had really good expansions, which is hard to come by for me these days. I haven't found an expansion that I've been like super in love with. Um, so I was pretty excited about it. Yeah, I don't know. How long ago was the PS4? That still feels like it was relatively new. It, it, it seems like it's a lot to ask people to get the PS4 with all of these new, new upgrades and then now get a PS5. When was the PS4 uh, released? It's about uh, seven years ago 14 2013 2014 jesus that yeah. long ago yeah and i think the thing is is that they kept evolving it so there was like the first wave and they they do this all the time they have the first wave and then they uh, fix a lot of the issues that they released it with they come out with this new version and then they come out with another new version and then they come out with another new version and so you've bought this uh, system not too long ago that it has been fixed over the years and then they come out with a new one and you're like dude what the hell i just spent 300 dollars on this seriously all right well someday i dream of owning a ps3 that's where that's where my goal is <laughs> well the I, heard PS5, it, I heard it comes with the blu-ray I was player play 4k uh 4k blu-ray so you know maybe that'll be your, your way into 4k mark but then you'd need a 4k tv wow yeah. See, just thinking about it, my wallet's like, nope, <laughs> not happening. Well, there's no Dragon Con this year. <laughs> so, so the only thing that means is that uh, there'll be two months this year where I actually get to eat something more than peanut butter sandwiches. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that money's got to get spent somewhere you know, to keep the economy going. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, I'm going to give the trailer a three out of five because, uh, like I said, I didn't play the other Spider-Man game. And if this was a game based on the Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales, I would probably I think I would be more attracted to that. But, um, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like the comic book, which I thought was pretty cool, like a, a live action version of the comic book, the original comic book, which I thought was pretty cool. All right. So uh, speaking of video games, we got another trailer. Uh, this one for the new Resident Evil. Uh, it, from what I can tell, it's Resident Evil 8, The Village. Uh, and I was a little scared when I saw The Village because I'm like, oh, no, it's a, it's a oh, no. Shyamalan video game. <laughs> oh, no. But, oh, I mean, if Bryce Dallas Howard is in it, maybe I'll forgive it, but I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, the trailer it had a really weird look, very uh, not colorful at all. And it had a very stylistic look to it, um, and it was very tough to see like what time period this this uh, took place in. But based on the little like titles that they put, this is mainly for Resident Evil fans. So if you're a Resident Evil fan, I would imagine that whatever the announcement they were making would mean something to you. It didn't mean anything to me. Um, but what did you think of Resident Evil <laughs> colon The Village, uh, Aubrey? Um, I, I'm not a big Resident Evil fan, which I said when we did, um, the review of the movie, I haven't really played too many of the games. Mm -hmm. They're just creepy to me. They're overdone. Last Resident Evil, Resident Evil 7 was so frightening. I only watched <laughs> the demo and I was like, no, no, thanks. I do not want to get hunted by some creepy zombie farmers. No way. Um, so I probably will not play this. I was more excited about Horizon uh, 2 than I was this. This, I was like, no thanks. Another Resident Evil game? I don't want to play a game of zombies. 
All right. All right, Joey, what about you, man? How did you feel about it? You're the big Resident Evil fan. How did you feel about this uh, this trailer? <laughs> um, I thought it was awesome. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is fucking awesome. And Aubrey is right. It is scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Resident Evil 7 is awesome and uh, this is the continuation of that storyline it, it looks great but the reason now now I feel like I'm going back on what I just said was like oh there weren't any games that made me excited where this game made me excited but one this is going to be on both systems two it's not coming out until probably late 2021 mm-hmm. and, and at that it'll probably get pushed back to 2022 anyway <laughs> Because that's just how video games work. So I'm definitely not going to run out and buy a PS5 specifically for this game. But I think it looks awesome. I mean, the games are, are just terrifying. The Part 7 is really scary. It's it's great. It went a lot more into horror than uh, action. So it kind of veered in the opposite direction as the, the series had been going, which is really good. Because uh, I was getting kind of sick of... I think 5 and 6 really went way too far into action where it was almost just like a, a shooter, like a run and gun shooter. It wasn't so much the creepiness and stuff that you want or that survival horror quote unquote feeling you want from resident evil of, I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go. I don't have any ammo. I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> There's monsters everywhere. What the fuck do I do? Uh, um, it went back in that direction. So I, I'm excited, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, definitely not a game that's going to push me to buy the system, but definitely something I would buy if I already had it. Uh, on a give a fuck a meter, I would say probably a four. All right. Uh, that creature at the end of it, the Wolverine looking creature, is that supposed to be like the zombies that, that come after you? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> all right. That, that's, all I, that's all I need to know. They they kind of went away from zombies. Um, I don't know. I don't want to like ruin it for people. So um, it's not it's not like part one. <laughs> Okay. or two or three anymore with uh, zombies. Um, it's more like weird monsters made out of like bugs and goop. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it makes sense when you're playing the game. I'm trying to be like really vague. Yeah. <laughs> so if they, if they announce a Mila Jojovich version of it, I, I would, I would consider it if she appeared um, somewhere in a video. You're looking for a virtual reality Mila Jojovich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Um, Aubrey, I, did you did you give your number for the uh, the fucking meter? I don't think I did, but I gave it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I could not be any less excited for this than I am now because it is. I'm telling you, I watched seven, the demo of seven in the dark, nonetheless, and I was over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I'm a bag. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna give it a one. Because uh, I did like the scene of the old guy almost shooting the protagonist. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, the graphics look pretty cool, but yeah. I'll just I'll wait until Joey plays it and tells me all about it in three years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it to the back pile. <laughs> not, to, not to veer off, but my quote-unquote uh, backlog is getting longer because I've just been randomly buying games for Xbox 360, which is now what? How old is that now, Aubrey? I want to say like 15, uh, 15 years, 16-year-old yeah. system. Yeah, around there. I don't know. I was just bored, and I was like, man, I wish I still had Fallout New Vegas. I wish I still had Fallout. I wish I still had Mass Effect. <laughs> I started rebuying them on eBay because they're super cheap. Like three dollars and fifty cents shipped. You nice. know how you get those? You own a PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was buying a PC, it would be replace this shitty laptop that I've been 
fucking podcasting on since two. This, this laptop is older than Guardians of the Galaxy 1. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to be like, all right, kids, I need the laptop back. We're going to record at 730 and it's 645 because that's how long it takes to make sure it's set up. And run. <laughs> <laughs> how many times will I have to reset this tonight? Oh, only twice. Great. Sorry, the tangent. All right, bye. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's uh, pretty much all of the trailers that came out this week, and that's all I got for the news. Awesome. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk all about Artemis Fowl. Hi, I'm Nate, and I'm Andrew, and we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't something care. I just wanted lines? to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? (laughs) This beer is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. And we are back. All right, guys. We had a chance to check out Artemis Fowl, direct to Disney Plus streaming service. Much like last week's movie, Another Casualty of the Coronavirus. This was supposed to be a theatrical release. was pushed back. I think it was pushed back before coronavirus, though, wasn't it? Yeah. To start. Yeah, it was supposed to come out 2019, summer 2019. was the original date. This this is already... (laughs) Not doing well. And then when coronavirus hit, it looks like they had an excuse to dump it. And they put it right on Disney Plus for us so we could all check it out. We all had a chance to watch it. As always, we'll go spoiler free. Then we'll play the sound drop and delineating when we talk about spoilers. But let's get into it. What did you think of Artemis Fowl, Mark Ellis? This movie is horrible. It is (laughs) amazingly horrible. And I was like, okay... I didn't read any other reviews before I started watching it. I'm like, as, as soon as I press play, I'm like, automatically this movie is getting a five out of five. I'm going to start with a five out of five and just see where it goes and see if it can keep up that level. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. And I was stunned at how awful this movie was. All right. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? Um, Artemis is foul. <laughs> That's how I feel about that movie. It was uh, it was not good. I was really bored watching it. Um, I feel like it doesn't transition very well into a movie. And it, I've heard it's a fantastic book. I haven't read the books yet, um, which I intend to. But then I might be even more mad about this movie. Yeah, I guarantee you would be. Yeah, I I heard they're fantastic books. And it, it makes me sad, too, because um, Josh Gad is in this movie, and I really like him. And I like um, Nanso Anansi, uh, the, the dude that played Butler. Like, I yeah. like certain characters in, or I like certain actors in this movie, but the movie did not, it was not, it was not good. Joey, what did you think of it? Oh, this movie sucked balls. <laughs> oh, it was awful. I'm... I'll get into it in spoilers. I, I, at the time when I was watching it, I felt like it could be 
as bad as Capone. Yeah. But I think after having a couple hours to ruminate on it, it's not as bad as Capone. It's still like fucking terrible. Don't get me wrong, but it's not, it's not that bad, but it's bad. (laughs) There's not really any way to talk about it without getting into spoilers. So let's play the sound drop. Let's spoil Artemis Fowl. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, let's get into it. Mark Ellis, what did you like about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what did you like? <laughs> no, I did like, uh, I actually am a fan of Josh Josh Gad. I actually think he's, um, I actually really like him. Uh, and I was glad to see him in this movie kind of playing against type. So him, I liked a lot. Uh, everything else, no. <laughs> I was trying to think of, I, I as I'm watching it, I'm like, I know I'm going to have to find something good about this. And I'm watching it and I'm watching it. And I'm just, there's nothing, there's nothing really good about it at all. All of my notes are all of the negative stuff on it. <laughs> so shout out to Josh Gad for some of the jokes that he provided, especially in the middle of the movie when he was in prison that I thought was entertaining. But other than that, nope. Special effects, music, performances, all of it. Blah. All right, Aubrey, anything you liked about this movie? Um, I like the concept, but again, I think it would be better as a book. It's about the extent of it. I was like, wow, this would be a really cool book. <laughs> yeah, I think they tried to cram, I want to say like four books all into this one 84-minute movie or 90-minute movie. Yeah, I don't think that they translated it very well at all. It, that'd be getting into what I don't like, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what I like about the movie. It ended <laughs> <Right>. the credits. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it wasn't super long. So it was like 86 minutes, I want to say. So it was quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll get into what we didn't like. Marcellus, you have a big list. So let's hear it. I do. And I was so like when I I didn't really look that much into this movie before, Um and when I saw it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, I was like, oh, nice. I was going to say the same thing <laughs> when that popped up on the screen. Like, wait a minute, what? Like, that, that's good. He's, he's capable of doing some stuff, so that's good. And so, you know, actually, you know, we should probably explain what the movie is about. Um, for anyone that has good, good luck. <laughs> so it's basically a, a YA novel or series of novels in like the vein of like uh, Harry Potter or something like that. Yeah, I think it's from that era when Harry Potter was popular and then all of a sudden a bunch of other types of books like that came out, like Percy Jackson and this. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's other ones I I don't remember. But, yeah, this is one of those. Yeah, this This is is the candle box to uh, Harry Potter's Nirvana. (laughs) That's that's a deep cut right there. Deep cut. (laughs) So Artemis is a kid who is a genius. Uh, He's 12 years old, I think. Um, and he's a genius. He, he doesn't even need to be in school. He's he kind of reminded me of like a young Lex Luthor. Um, and I was surprised that the movie started off with him being an asshole. I'm like, well, you don't really get that from your main hero that the movie is named after that he's an asshole in the beginning of the, of the story. So I thought it was going to be a redemption story of him. Like, you know, eventually becoming a, a, a sweet kid like Harry Potter or something. Uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, so it's basically about him. Uh, his dad is a, a guy that uh, keeps the balance between 
the earth realm and the realm of fairies and and trolls and all of that stuff and they don't really give like a really good detailed reason for what is happening but he gets kidnapped and artemis has to find a a magical thing in order to give it to the bad guy to free his dad that's the story one thing i did notice that they said his name a lot like within 15 minutes i heard the name artemis fall about like 200 times it's like all right wait i get it i know the kid's name all of the fairies, or I'm sorry, all of the leprechauns are wearing the Green Goblin suits from a 2002 Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, they they didn't spend any money on like designing at all. They're like, yeah, just copy that and do that. Um, there's big scenes of this movie where you can tell they completely rewrote a lot of it because the characters are having dialogue. But you only see it from the back of their heads. Like you never see their <laughs> lips moving. And it's like whole conversations. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did we just go through this whole scene of them explaining about this character's father and not one scene showed them moving their lips? And I rewound the movie. And <laughs> yeah, I could not believe it. Like how much of this movie was rewritten? It, it blew my mind. Uh, there's a scene where Judy Dench as the main leprechaun comes up to earth they they leave their surf they're they're located in the middle of the earth they come up to not the middle earth <laughs> right not lord of the rings middle earth like the actual center of our planet uh she comes up in a in a ship in a rocket ship her and all the leprechauns with their green goblin suits uh and the door opens up and she like looks into the camera and says top of the morning to you and I'm like, boo, who wrote this garbage? The one line that we actually get to see her, her mouth move, and it says garbage. No wonder they I totally it. thought that they were fairies. I didn't know that they were leprechauns. Or I see that that's the thing. They had wings, but the department that they worked for was the law enforcement something or leprechaun. It was LEP. LEP stood for something, and then Epricon was the rest of it. So they were cops. But then Artemis Fowl also made that comment about the oculus being found at in a in a pot of gold yeah. at the end of a rainbow and see i still didn't make the connection because i thought they were fairies that's how disconnected this movie is was it a conspiracy a c-o-n-spiracy mark <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised um and josh gad as much as i did like him his character was uh some moments he had some good lines, and but then there's a part at the end where he actually comes into the story, where he's a, a he's a is he a dwarf? Yeah, he's yeah, a dwarf. Dwarf that uh, they eat, they dig. That's their job <laughs> is to dig, and they eat dirt, and he and shit the dirt out <laughs> while they're eating it. Now I saw this, and I thought I just imagined it. I honestly did. Like I saw him like bury his face into the ground and eat the dirt, and I saw dirt coming out of his ass. But I thought. I'm like, I just, I'm just not, there's no way that would be the case. That's, that's just ridiculous. I, I just read that wrong. But um, no, that actually happened. Um, and I, so I paused the movie about an hour into it. I didn't care what the fuck was happening to any of these characters at all. This movie is fucking trash. It is trash. <laughs> I'm trash. How about you, Aubrey? I couldn't really, it, it felt so, it felt like a movie that a kid made for a project at school. Jesus. Like, the the storyline, and I, so the, the screenplay was written by four different people. <laughs> Took four people to write this. Yeah, one person of which 
also did Green Lantern. So that, that sets the bar already. Another person has barely done anything. Another has only done, um, uh, like, plays. And I can't even remember what the last person did. So, like, that's already the bar that we're at. I'm just... It's baffling because it, it felt like a movie that a child had written because it's so discombobulated and disconnected from everything. Like, you have no idea. It just it runs too fast in a lot of areas and doesn't explain what it should have. Like, the whole thing of he's, like, in this therapist's office. They're saying he's super smart. He's telling the therapist that his chair is uh, fake. And then he's, like, running out to go spend time with his dad. And there's this whole really crammed-in backstory of all of that. And then leads to his dad's capture by somebody. And, and that seems to speed up with him capturing what I thought was a fairy... And then they're they're attacking his house. Like, it's just so disjointed. And it doesn't leave you to want to watch it at all. There's nothing that grabs you in. No hook. Nothing. And I feel like the book probably does a better job at that and and leads you up to this. But they, they did not translate that well into the movie at all. I do not care about this movie at all. If if I started it, I probably would have changed it if I didn't have to watch it for the podcast. Because <laughs> it does not bring you in at all. All right, Joey, what, what about you? What did you not like about it? Uh, everything. No. <laughs> I knew we were in trouble right off the bat. I mean, I had heard... I didn't do a lot of research into Artemis Fowl, don't get me wrong, but I had heard that this had a troubled production. Um, and I knew right off the bat when Josh Gad showed up and was kind of talking like this and giving you all this exposition nonstop for the entire movie that that had to have been reshoots. <laughs> it was like that was fucking that just screamed like reshoots, reshoots, reshoots. And like they lopped off an hour of the movie and just had Josh Gad narrating for the movie instead. Yep. <laughs> it was awful. And then I had no idea Colin Farrell was in this. But, you know, Colin Farrell and shitty movies based on kids' books, name a more iconic duo. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Never forget Fantastic Beasts and how to fuck them. (laughs) I know. I'm, like, thinking of Dumbo right now. God damn it. Colin Farrell, what are you doing? He needs a new agent. (laughs) He needs to get back into the... Is there, is there a phone booth franchise? Can he be in like phone booth three, direct to Redbox? There's a phone booth in Bill and Ted. Maybe he can work his way into that one. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so I knew we were in trouble right off the bat. And it's just just like you guys said, like, it, it's just awful. Like, it, nothing is really explained. And it's it felt like it was setting up for this big, like, globe-trotting adventure to find this MacGuffin and save his dad. The whole thing takes place in his house. Yep. What? <laughs> like they never leave the house. Like maybe in the maybe there's a, a version of this movie out there we'll never get to see, uh, per Josh Trank. And uh, they left the house, but like they don't do anything. Then they go and get um, the butler's daughter because she's a ninja or something. Yeah, his niece. And all she does is give them lunch twice, <laughs> and that's it. She, Why couldn't anyone else in the movie have just made the sandwiches? Why did they have to introduce this whole character? 
Yeah, why didn't a butler do it? Isn't that his job? It, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, when uh, speaking of the new agent, uh, Judy Dench, star of Cats, um, <laughs> they, uh, they, they, God, when she walked out of the spaceship, well, first of all, when, when, she, when she was flying, the spaceship was just bad enough. Like they were flying like little spaceships. I was fucking like, this is awful. And then when she got out of it and she was like, in a, like a green suit with a helmet on. Oh, it looks so bad. It looks so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, this is not fucking real. Everything just sucked in this movie. Nothing is interesting, like at all. Nothing's explained. The fucking quote unquote adventure of the movie is stupid because all they do is spend the whole movie in the fucking house. And then, you're like, okay, well, there's this like monster person that has his dad. So maybe that's going to turn into something. No, they get the fucking MacGuffin back, the uh, Oculus riff back. The uh, Kieran Gillen is Oculus back. <laughs> and uh, they fucking, he's just like, I wish my dad was here. And he just appears out of the floor. And that was it. Yep. The end. <laughs> like, what? what the fuck? Yeah, I was waiting they, for, I was waiting for him to get the thing so there could be like this big scene of them like bargaining with the bad guy for the father and or even interacting with the bad, the main bad guy of the movie in any way, shape or form. For the movie. Yep. But he, he had a, he had the bad guy's cell phone number at the end of it. Cause he gave him a call. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, Hey, remember at the end of the matrix when <laughs> Neo called the fucking matrix? Well, this is going to be just like that, except it sucks. <laughs> That's all I could think of was he's like calling the fucking bad guy on the phone. I'm like, this is the fucking matrix. Like, that's exactly what happens at the end of that fucking movie. <laughs> the fuck am I watching? <laughs> I think this had so much as a story that it's really sad to see it translated badly because you have like these overpowered flying things, fairy leprechauns, and they had potential to this cool, and it just sucked. <sighs> yeah, uh, I. F- feel again and we've talked about this on the show before but i really feel for that loss of there being like live action like pg rated movies for like tweens to watch um you know my son's 12 net like you know and he's 10 or 11 we were watching you know marvel movies and john wick (laughs) we weren't watching uh you know stuff like we had when i was a kid like you know flight of the navigator goonies or monster squad like those type of movies just don't exist anymore so anytime one of them like attempts to exist and it's just a complete fucking fart of a movie, it, it's it sucks. It sucks. And this movie sucks. <laughs> again, I have no interest in ever watching this movie ever again. I don't care about Artemis Fowl franchise. I don't care about Artemis Fowl books. In fact, I don't even like books, period, anymore. You, know, <laughs> you just burn all books at this point. I hate <laughs> written words on pages after watching this movie. So that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> uh let's get a score let's get this fucking shit ball thrown into the toilet and flushed aubrey a uh, zero to five five being the best and zero being the worst what do you give artemis foul i'm giving it a 0.5 for josh gad otherwise it would get a complete zero because it just was bad worst movie but, of the year or is capone still the worst movie of the year that it's tough that <laughs> is really tough we're only halfway through <laughs> yeah <laughs> Markellis how about you yeah I'm going to give it a 1 out of 5 I'm going to be a little bit generous it doesn't deserve a 1 it definitely deserves a, a 0 or a 0.5 but I'm going to give it a 1 because I did like Josh Gad 
Um, and I, it was nice to see the Green Goblin suits again after 20 years. So I, I did enjoy that. <laughs> Too bad that no one could like just hold up their gloves and shoot gas at me and be like, sleep. <laughs> so I didn't have to watch this shitty movie. Um, I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5 out of 5. Only because I didn't. It's it's god awful. Don't get me wrong. This movie is face meltingly awful. But I'm not going to remember it within like two weeks. Like anything about this movie. Um, other maybe Josh Gad eating dirt and shitting it out will probably be the only thing I remember from this movie. Um, otherwise, there's not like a bunch of like stuff that's face meltingly awful. It's just a, everything is bad. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna go point five. It's 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 not as bad as Capone. I'll say Capone is still the worst movie of the year at this point. But I mean, this is close. This is a fucking mess. But it's not that bad. So <sighs> maybe they could have cast Tom Hardy as. Um, Artemis Fowl's dad, and he could have just sat there and been like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> <laughs> now he would be the Josh Gad character, just shitting dirt all over the place. <laughs> That's right. I don't want to see, <laughs> I, you know, I actually don't want to see uh, Tom Hardy's method acting for shitting dirt. Actually, that's, that's one thing I don't need in my life. So, all right. Well, that, my friends, is Artemis Fowl, uh, free to watch, I guess. Well, you have to pay for the Disney Plus subscription, but it's, it's on Disney Plus if you really hate your eyes. For yourself, you know, you want to watch it, check it out. Let's wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? I'm going to recommend everybody go watch um, Justice League Apocalypse War. It's an animated movie uh, released by Warner Brothers, and it's it's not for kids. <laughs> let me tell you, it um, does have some sexual. Uh, moments in it and it does have uh, swearing and stuff like that it is kind of gory it wasn't bad actually I was pretty surprised that uh, DC had released something an animated movie that wasn't trash but it, it really was not that bad yeah I have huh. to I have to finish that I, I started watching it and then um and then uh, I got distracted so I had it on in the background and I was Looking at the visuals, going, Jesus, this is violent as fuck. But uh, I couldn't <laughs> really hear what was going on. Uh, I do know this is the last one. DC animated movies are all kind of connected to each other. Uh, they have like their own, like, you know, cinematic universe. And this is the final one for this one. So this is pretty much like their Avengers Endgame for the DC animated movie. So I definitely want to check it out because I did like some of the other ones. And I, I like what they were doing with it. So yeah, that, it, 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 it looks pretty cool. All right, Mark Ellis, what about you? So I came across what is my favorite TV show of 2020 so far, even though it came out in 2019. I just got around to watching it this year. Uh, it's called Sherman's Showcase, um, and it's a it's kind of hard to describe. It's it's like a like a documentary, uh, but like a really crazy comedy, like a really nonsensical comedy about a a a TV show like Soul Train or um, American Bandstand. Are, uh, some, a show that took place in the 70s, in the 80s, and the 90s. Uh, and it's almost as if someone found a bunch of old tapes and put them on TV to watch it. It's a comedy show, but it has like that really ridiculous comedy like Pootie Tang, where it's just like bizarrely insane. And uh, it's only eight episodes. I watched the whole season without even really realizing it. I like put it on and watched an episode and then watched another one. Uh, and before I knew it, I went through the whole season um, in like a day. But it's called Sherman's Showcase. Season one is available on Hulu. 
Uh, and they have a special coming up, a Black History Month special, which is coming out on June 19th. So it's like their Black History episode that they lost uh, that they're going to p- put on uh, on June 19th on AMC. And it, just the clips that they've released so far are freaking hysterical. So, uh, yeah, it's called Sherman Showcase. Definitely check that out. You had me at Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of what, what, I could, what I've seen that I can compare it to. And you know how like Pootie Tang has like those just like ridiculous scenes that come out of nowhere that's what this show did you has. ever uh did you ever watch black jesus i watched like a few of the episodes when it first came out i didn't watch like a lot of it that reminded me of pootie tang also so mm-hmm. i wonder is it that that's that kind of humor so because i loved that show <laughs> awesome all right well i will suggest that you go to so wizardpodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or just about anywhere under the sun that you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search Podcast. There's hours of free and exclusive content on there. Uh, Adam just put up a new interview the other day and a streaming pick for this week. Great stuff there for free and exclusive on YouTube when you search So Wizard Podcast. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes. Uh, this past month was the only way to hear our review of Parasite and uh, my thoughts on Snowpiercer and Stargirl, the TV series. Uh, coming up this month, we'll be talking about Duff Five Bloods, uh, Netflix exclusive Spike Lee movie. So check that out by supporting us on Patreon. Uh, I will suggest that uh, I don't really have a suggestion. I feel like Aubrey this week. (laughs) We swapped. I haven't really been doing much. Um, But yeah, I will suggest you uh, jump on to Shudder, which is a streaming app for uh, horror movies. Uh, Actually, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. And there's a movie on there called Satanic Panic. And it's a horror movie uh, that you might want to check out because that, my friends, is what we will be talking about next week on the podcast and that is going to do it for episode number 306 of the so wizard podcast i'm your host joey DiCarlo. my co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds aubrey litchfield don't watch artemis fowl and the expert mr marquis markellis reagans everybody have a good week wakanda forever See you guys next week when we spread a little satanic panic. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>